Hey Ashton, it's John. Do you have a second to talk? Of course, I'd love to. Thank you for tuning in to the Reclamation Church podcast. My name is John. I serve as the youth director here at Reclamation Church in Plano, Texas, and I'm so excited that you've decided to join us today. My guest this week for the discussions episode is going to be our kids coordinator, Ashton Vasquez. And if this is your first time hearing about Reclamation Church, I would invite you to visit our website at re.church. That being said, let's get into our discussion. Ashton, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, John. I am so excited. Well, that's amazing. Um, Ashton, uh, for those of, of us that have never met you um, or never come to Reclamation, can you uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself? Of course. Uh, my name is Ashton Vasquez. I am the Children's Director at Reclamation Church. I am in charge of the weekly clubhouse activities, the clubhouse being our children's area, as well as the amazing volunteers that help out here. They are amazing and we could not run without them. As far as the testimony goes, I was raised in church. I accepted God as my Savior young. I was about seven. <clears throat> A few years passed after that, and my mother and biological father divorced. Uh, it was a very, very rough period for me and my family. Um, this brought me to a place that I really just didn't care anymore. And because of that, I became less than a good person. Mm. I ran away from home wow. and I found myself in a very unhealthy relationship, still believing there was a God, but not believing you really cared about me anymore. And I didn't really care. Mm. Um, and my mom and soon to be stepfather, who is my dad, I refer to him as my dad. So if you ever hear me talking about my dad, it's him. Um, they showed me nothing more than love in this moment. And uh, in fact, my dad drove all night to pick me up and pack up my stuff and take me out of that bad situation. Wow. Uh, he never had to do that, and he never had to claim me as his own daughter, but he did without question. Mm. And I remember thinking then he was so different from anybody I've ever met, and he was genuinely such a good, kind-hearted person, and I wanted to understand why. You know, uh, to me at the time, I thought there had to be a reason and the more I talked to him and learned about him, he would talk about God all the time and God's word. And uh, he would talk about the prodigal son a lot because that was the story he connected to his testimony. And I became so interested. I started looking things up in the Bible and um, me and him would talk about it all the time. And I got closer and closer to God. and. I eventually kind of resurrected my relationship with God out of that and asked for forgiveness and kind of asked him to come back in my life. You don't have to do that, obviously, but it was kind of a moment for me to say, I'm giving my life back to you again. I've taken it back and that's not what I should be doing. And um, it was really all because of my parents' love, my, my dad's love especially, um, 
and he had passed he has passed away a couple years ago mm-hmm. and even in his last weeks before he passed away he was forgetting almost everything people places memories but he could quote verses with me until the very end and god always brought him peace with that um i just i always wanted to be like him and uh i know what made him himself is the love he had for God and the love God had for him. So really, that is such a huge part of my testimony. He is the reason I ended up actually going to CFNI, which is a uh, Bible college here, um, and felt called to ministry. I didn't go into ministry immediately. I actually had several other career fields. I was a nanny for a while, and I worked at a daycare system for a while, and then I ended up going into the medical field and worked in a pediatrics office. And the one thing that was so funny was I kept being led back to children just over and over again. Um, And actually, I talked to the church about a different job (laughs) and um, didn't get a call back, which is such a funny story (laughs) to think about now. and I didn't hear or talk to them for a while. And then one of our elders actually contacted me about the children's position that was open. And um, I, you know, started visiting the church and I was kind of getting to know the people there and the staff there. And I just loved it. I felt led to be there and I felt at peace there and just like that I fit. Mm. And now I get to do a job that I love with people that I love. And I am just so very blessed. Wow. Wow. That is an incredible, incredible story of how God just continued to push you uh, towards the place that, that he wanted you at. Not a lot of people know this, but my parents actually met at Christ for the nation. So I know Oak Cliff, I know that area. Um, how are you and Isai doing with this shelter in place? I know you guys just welcomed in a beautiful, beautiful little girl. Um, so how are you guys doing with this change that's happening in this world and in America right now? Oh, goodness. Uh, honestly, for us, having to stay home is kind of a blessing in a way. My daughter is eight weeks old now, and she is starting to attempt to get in a routine And I do say attempt, (laughs) Um, you know, like the nightly routine and everything like that. Yeah. So we've had some extra time to learn how to take care of a baby and be a family of three. Uh, Another blessing is that we're with my family right now, uh, quarantining. And Mm. so my little girl always has somebody loving on her. She is very (laughs) spoiled. But I will say having a baby in this time makes her has made me a whole lot more paranoid. Because I don't want her catching anything. I mean, she was born very tiny, barely three pounds, and was in the NICU um, for a month. And um, the thought of her getting something so so dangerous scares me. So I am way more mindful than I would have been if I actually hadn't have had her. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how so much can change in so little time. I know uh, student ministry, we've had to kind of embrace the change and do some new stuff and have TikToks and, you know, the podcasts and everything. 
Um, what have you noticed with children's ministry? Like, what have you seen change because of like the current events? Um, I would say now with everything going on, something we've been kind of forced into, um, is in this time, I feel like anybody in the children's ministry or in the youth ministry is having to learn how to connect with kids, not just on Sundays or a day of a week that's designated. It's kind of been forced into being like an everyday thing, um, to keep them constantly active. And honestly, I kind of love that change in a way. Uh, some pros I can say are, uh, we're getting to connect in a different way because everything is slowing down in life and everyone is kind of appreciating the different circumstances they're in. I mean, the kids are, I know, getting bored and um, trying to keep themselves entertained, but that gives yeah. us such a big opportunity to connect with them because they yeah. are kind of bored over there and they want to talk, they want to interact, and now is our time to be there for them. and be that interaction and um, help them in this time. Uh, even though there are some things that are still hard, it's, uh, it's, I know it's hard for the kids to not be around their friends. And um, I know that some kids look forward to like their weekend and their weekend activities the whole week long. And it's hard for them not to be there and uh, actively doing it. And I have always enjoyed like on Sundays, being able to see those big smiling faces come in and then tell me about this. Oh, this happened this week. And you know, that's not the same. And I know that's, that's been hard for me. And I know it's hard for a lot of their leaders as well. Yeah. I definitely miss my kids. I miss them so much. Like I said, I really enjoy seeing them every week come in and tell me about their week and, you know, see them be crazy and, silly and creative. I, I miss them so much. And I miss my volunteers. They're a big part of my week. Um, you know, I talk to them a lot when I'm up at the church and I miss having that interaction, that in-person one-on-one interaction. And I of course miss my coworkers up there too, my second family. Um, they are a big part of my week and not being around them has definitely been a significant change that I am not a fan of, but I know it's for the better right now, and I know mm. it'll all change really soon. So I really can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's um, that's the theme right now is that there's just so much drastic change going on, and especially on the youth side, we've had to um, start implementing some uh, different ways that we're going to reach out to families and students. One thing in particular that we've seen uh, a lot of um, great success with has been our TikTok account. So we are a 20-student a ministry, really. Uh, but on TikTok, we have uh, close to 81 followers. And a lot of those students, or a lot of the kids that follow us on TikTok are kids that don't even live in, in Plano, or some do live in Plano, and now are getting to hear about our student ministry and are tuning in for our daily devotionals as well on TikTok. So I think we have seen a lot of good change um, with this uh, climate that we're in right now. But um, there's also um, a lot of cons with it, too. I mean, I 
completely agree with you. I miss my students so much. Um, I miss our quirky middle schoolers. <laughs> I miss our goofy high schoolers. Uh, the last thing that we did all together was actually our lock-in. Um, and it was so much fun getting to do that lock-in. We went to Coyote Drive-In in Fort Worth, Texas. And then uh, we came back to the church and we did like a lock-in. And it was crazy. It was fun. It was exciting. Um, and, and I really, really been thinking about that night um, a lot lately just because I miss my students so much. I miss playing games with them. So I definitely, definitely feel feel that and I, I feel that ache as well. Um, so would you say it, it's gotten easier or harder to reach out to families um, since this current uh, pandemic or coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, has happened? Um, you know, I would say it's easier and harder in a way to reach out to families right now. Um, it is it is much easier to connect with a parent in a one-on-one -on -one fashion going to a physical building. But as far as getting information out, this way is so much easier. The connection on the internet, the video calls, uh, posting, it's, it's a whole lot easier to get the information out that way. But I really do like both sides, honestly. Um, I love being up at the physical building. I love getting that mm. connection with the kids in person. Um, I feel like that's so yeah. important, especially in children's, because, you know, they're all about love. And we, as the caregivers, are all about love. And it's much more rewarding to do in person. However, I've really liked these little things that I can do online and connect with the parents or um, make designated days. The kids can interact with me or the leaders on video chats. So I, I really do want to continue to use more online sources, even when we get back in the building, because I, I really mm. do like both sides of it. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, if anything, this has uh, caused us to be more creative. It's caused us to be more personal in our interactions. Um, it's caused us to be more intentional in the ways that we interact with our uh, leaders, uh, the way we interact with our parents, the way we interact with our um, coworkers, our, our church family here. It's, in, it's like God is using something that um, is is bad, something negative, and he's he's actually using it for good. You can you're starting to see growth in these areas, um, in our different ministries. I think one thing in particular that I've really come to love is, um, getting to call the families every week, and asking them what they uh, need and asking them what. If there's anything that uh, I or, or any of our staff members can be praying for for them. And it is so much fun getting to hear everyone's story, getting to hear everyone's testimony. Because even when we were in the building, I was just, I was so new. I I, I didn't know anybody, you know, and, and getting to make these calls and, 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 and be pastoral care for them is just so much fun. It, it's really 
um, opening my eyes to um, the families here in the city of Plano. And so that's that's actually that's one of the things that I really love. So um, in a lot of ways, you and I do have a similar calling. You know, we've both been called to minister to the younger generation. Um, what do you see kids ministry looking like in the future? What would you say like your your heart is for the families here at Reclamation Church? My real vision for the future, uh, you know, obviously I sit down and I think of these, you know, plans in my head and these things that I'm striving for in our children's ministry at the church. And I think of them at such a grand scale and it, the growth and all that. But you know, that's all I know in God's time and not my own. For now, the most direct vision I have for us is I want to see the children very connected. I want them to constantly feel loved and accepted there and have that direct source of somebody that can be there for them. Um, And that is something me and my leaders are constantly working on because that is the most important thing right now is having them feel connected and loved while learning about God's word. Um, And, you know, honestly, I want to get the parents to interact more in that way as well. So, you know, we can, I can talk to parents and set up times that they, the kids can talk to their leaders or whatever they feel most comfortable with. Um, that is a huge thing to me in the future immediately. You know, kids ministry is just, it's so important to me. My, my heart is for the children. They are the sunshine in the world most of the time. God speaks many times of children in the Bible and their love is often an amazing example of how Christians should be in this world. And I think Jesus in his parables would often talk about that. Um, You know, these kids are the disciples that are coming up. And I know you feel the same way (laughs) in a lot of ways with the youth that you're teaching right now. Children's hearts are just so loving. They're so accepting. And teaching them of God's love and God's acceptance helps send them out into the world to show all, all the people in the world of this love. It is such an important ministry that I often feel is overlooked as kind of like a fancy daycare. Um, Mm, Yeah. But there's so much we can do with the children's ministry because even if it is just a kind word at their school, they could be spreading God's love. And they don't think about it the same way that adults do. It's not a fear of being accepted or not. It's, um, you know, not a fear of somebody looking down on you because of it. It's very genuine and very innocent. And it can be you know, just one child can say one thing, even to an adult, and change that person's heart. And uh, that's why this ministry is just, it's just so important. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, really, the questions, it's, it's actually really funny. Because 
even though I'm not that old, I mean, I'm still in my 20s, I'm in my late 20s, and I, uh, you know, I'm not that old. So my experiences in like high school, middle school, uh, elementary school weren't too, too long ago, but things have changed so drastically from even when I was in those grades. So I'm having to learn and my, I know my leaders are having to learn the differences right now. We actually talk about that quite often. And the main question or subject I hear in the kids' ministry now is the question of acceptance. Um, mm. You know, hearing a lot of the things in the world about how Christians are often led to only show certain people love and care, and they hear that. And nowadays, kids seem so much more, they've seen so much more than I did at their age. And so they see all this stuff happening and they hear over here that Christians are only supposed to show this love to certain people. And so their questions often, I understand this is wrong, but am I supposed to still show love and care and acceptance to this person? And, in, you know, looking into the adult world, that is the question they often have. And so that's what I've been hearing more and more and more, especially with the diverse way the world is right now. And um, I feel like that is something we can tap into. And even going into the youth can be tapped into because there is a way to just show love and acceptance and care for mm. all God's people. Yeah. And I genuinely just, I love the position I'm in to help with that in any way God wants me to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I love hearing your heart for what you see God is taking the children's ministry here at Reclamation Church. I, I completely agree. I, I see the exact same trends in our student ministry here. I mean, we are um, a generation that really didn't get technology until um, our high school years, but uh, the generation under us, the kids and, and the students and, and our ministries um, have access to technology at such a young age that, you know, their social awareness um, just combined with social media, um, it's causing like a lot of anxiety. It's causing a lot of um, questions on like what I should do socially, culturally, like emotionally as well um i i get that question all the time in our student ministry like what am i supposed to do you know i know that this is wrong i know that what my friends are doing in high school or what my friends are saying or doing in middle school is wrong but does that mean that i can still be friends with them or do i not be friends with them like what do i do and a lot of the times i have to tell them i'm like look Jesus didn't necessarily agree all the time with the people he sat with. You know, Jesus sat with tax collectors. He sat with prostitutes. He didn't have to agree with them and their life choices in order to minister with them and break bread with them. And that's just the big theme right now is like, look, understand this, understand what you believe and then understand what God is calling you to do. Understand who God is calling you to reach in your vicinity. 
I completely agree with what you're saying with the children's ministry. I think the same can be applied with the youth ministry today. Um, thank you so much for joining me today, Ashton. I had a blast. I'm I'm so excited that I got a chance to, to sit down with you and, and talk to you and FaceTime you about um, just all the cool things coming to the children's ministry. Um, thank you so much for having me, John. For more information on Reclamation Church in Plano, Texas, please visit our website at re.church. Or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at re.churchplano. On Monday, we're going to be hearing from Pastor Tom as we start our new series, True Identity. I can't wait to hear it, and I can't wait to see you there. You can join us on our live Sunday morning feed at re.church. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you on Monday.